This is the intro, this is the intro, this is the intro to the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza! Alright, so you were saying you moved your video games to the back? So yes, uh, and I don't know how the internet's going to be back here, because normally I have a uh, my Ethernet cable for my Xbox plugged right into the modem, but since I have my gaming stuff back here now, everything is wireless. So... I was curious how things were going to go, how things are going to sound. And I guess we're going to find out if everything will be good. <coughs> Hopefully it's fun. So starting next week, I'll be looking for a new co-host because Billy's in that <laughs> sucks. Uh, uh, there it is. And if it comes down to it, I can also still record in like the den and stuff. Well, no, I guess not because I'm trying to I don't want Booker looking at the computer, I guess. I guess I'm not that there would be anything. Like that, but he, can't, he can't see what you're looking at. He must not be corrupted. Well, no, we're trying to get him away from screens, uh, which is why I moved everything back here. Uh, yeah, because yeah. otherwise I can't, you know, I wouldn't be able to watch or play anything if he was up and about. Um, which actually he isn't right now. He's sleeping, but still. Anyway, so yeah, it's actually kind of cool. It's like I have a little man cave back here. Oh, nice. Not bad. That. So when are you going to become a man so you actually fit the first half of that word? Boom, roasted. A roasted. Oh, there it is. I'm I'm married and have a child. That's fair. Boom. Roasted. Oh, my arm hurts. Guess why? This is the outro. This is the outro. <laughs> why? What'd you do to your arm? Uh, I got that uh, that vaccine everybody's talking about. Oh, it's about, about time. Oh, God nice. damn, nice. You and Liz or just you? Liz got hers about a week ago. So I, I she's going to get her That's second right. dose in a few weeks. Like maybe like two or three weeks. And then like the week after that second nice cool so yeah that's the vital thing to happen and then america can be great again (laughs) this is the Uh, outro this is the (laughs) outro (laughs) anyway how have you guys been what how's your week been what you guys been up to Uh, terrible go ahead dak cheers i spent well i spent the first half of the week uh in bed with a throat infection I'm okay now, but I might still be a little bit coffee, so I'll mute myself if that comes up. Um, but <laughs> Jesus, was... quit coughing. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, but that was actually pretty good, because it means I've just spent a lot of time just watching movies and playing the Switch. It's been actually been really good not having to go to work. I really don't like my job. Damn, are you, well, are you still... Uh... God damn it. Sorry. Are you still um, locksmithing it? I am, but I'm looking to get out. Yeah, and get what more into acting full time? Oh, no, no, there's no market for that uh, in Can- uh, in Canberra. I, I I would I would try and do some of the voice acting stuff on the side, but I need something more full time to you know support that. I got a kid coming, man. I can't live off <laughs> like the meager scraps and crumbs you get from acting. You were you were supposed to bring us up, Dak. You're bringing us down, man. What? You're saying, what I you- do? I'm having a, a baby. All my dreams are crushed. <laughs> They're not crushed. They're just to the side. I could be <laughs> responsible, sir. Yeah, I wouldn't know what that's like. <laughs> yeah, that, he's not like giving them up. Like that'd be one thing, but no, he's just yeah. Like, I'll still do theater shows, I'll still do some voice acting, I'll still, you know, work on my writing, and hopefully I can finally get this 
fucking thing fucking finished and published. And, yeah. <sighs> As someone who just finished his uh, first draft of his comic book, I feel you. Yeah. I mean, NaNoWriMo really helped, but uh, I, st- I got I to gotta finish it now. Yeah. yeah you, you I, I've never a... been able to do that NaNoWriMo shit. I was never able to do it till last year, and then Dash said, hey, join us. I'm like, okay, and then out of fucking nowhere, I smashed it. I'm like, this is not me. This productivity is just not me. And then over the last few months, I've done very little. I'm just like, oh, there we go. Well, That's I mean, to, be, to be fair, you have been uh, acting in a Broadway show. That is true, and that was taken <laughs> up with time. That finishes this weekend, which is why I've got the day off today, and I'm not ready for it to finish. No. What do you nah, guys got nah. left? A couple matinees in an evening, or what? what's going on? Uh, we got uh, a performance tonight, a matinee tomorrow, and then an evening show tomorrow night, and then that's it. Man. Three shows to go. And uh, you're not ready for it to end, you said? No, no. Like, you know, it's been a really good cast to be with. Like, everyone gets along really well. No one, even the league guys, none of them have any egos to speak of. We're all just a bunch of mates, and, like, I'm going to miss that. I gotcha, I gotcha. Why don't you yeah. start your own repertoire company? I, I have neither the money nor the skill. I don't know what it takes to do, do that. Do you even so. have the desire? <laughs> that is also something I am critically lacking. Man, I've done enough management and stuff like that with the Scouts Gang Show stuff a few years ago. I'm happy just being a lowly cast member for a while now. You give me script, tell me tell me what to say, I'll do that. That's good. Right on, man. Well, this yeah. is that's a uh, that's exciting. How's it been? What's the, what's it like doing? How often? Do, how how many shows have you guys have you done so far? Oh Jesus! Um, let's see. Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday. So we've already done ten, and we got three to go. Yeah, yeah. over over the last couple of weeks, it's really great. Like, uh, poet, you've seen Jersey Boys, yeah? Yep. I've yeah, seen so, I've seen I've seen what you've performed. I've never seen the movie. I've only ever seen it on stage. So like uh, you know how there's that one bit where Frankie Valley's like when he's young, he's in the car with his two mates, um, and they're like basically going to, you know, pick up some stolen jewelry and then the two mates start freaking out at each other and one of them shoots the other. Yeah. So I'm the one who um shoots the other. Uh and last night's uh, performance like, I shot the guy, and some of the audience actually went, What the fuck? And I'm like, oh, that made my fucking night. It's like, awesome. I don't care if the rest of the show goes poorly. Like, that made it worth it. That dude did not see that coming. He did not. <laughs> he was like, that was my favorite character. <laughs> Sir, he's just he's just dr- passenger number two. So, <laughs> he I didn't thought even this, have a name. I thought this was a lovely, wholesome show about a beloved band, and instead there's people dying. That's funny. Yeah. Billy, have you seen Jersey Boys either no, I on know stage or in about the film? It and I don't appreciate the fact that you just spoiled it for me. You shut who and what now? Oh, I spoiled a bit that <laughs> happens like 20 minutes in. To a to a character that means nothing. And in fact, you'll know it when you actually see it. Uh, I didn't actually spoil anything, but for not for the reason you think. Yeah. Billy. It was, <laughs> but, was it all a dream? No. It, um, it, but, it turns out Frankie Valley's actually in the Matrix. I know Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy DeVito is Morpheus. Oh, man. It was, but, a, it, was I, a, it was a weird take on the Matrix, but, you know. 
man. But I mean, if you get the chance to like watch the movie or something, a, a few people are down on the movie. I don't think it's the movie. I don't think is a very good adaptation of the musical. But as a movie, I think it works pretty well. And also, like, not the project I would have expected Clint Eastwood to direct. But you know, he does okay. I was just thinking. I was like, didn't didn't Clint Eastwood do that one? Yeah. It was it was meant to be John Favreau, but then he tagged out and Eastwood took over of all people. Favreau was like, I'm, "Guys, I'm just I do everything in Hollywood right now. So <laughs> can we get somebody who's just really grouchy and annoying? What's Eastwood doing?" They or he was like, "He was like, I have this urge to do a a musical. I'm gonna do Jersey Jersey Boys." And then Disney's like, "Hey, we're thinking about doing a live action Lion King." What I'm saying is that. The human element of human resources is our biggest point of vulnerability. We should start phasing it out immediately. <laughs> um, well, that's uh, that's cool. That's exciting. Uh, how it's are you? It's ending, though. I mean, I know they, how eventually they always have to end. But... Yeah. Oh, that's it's, it's the nature of the beast. It's like, you know it's coming. It doesn't make it any easier. Um, Is the X-Men thing still going? Because... I haven't seen you post any updates, and um, uh, I haven't checked in a while. Uh, it is still going. Um, like I haven't been cast in. Uh, I, I've my one pyro hasn't had to be in any of the other episodes. I've only released one other episode so far, which is okay. the first half of of God Loves Man Kills, which yeah. Um, I did. I, I listened. I thought to that, that was a pyro centric story. No. No, unfortunately he wasn't, not. He wasn't the main star of that one? <laughs> no. I was I was hoping I could audition for William Stryker and get my Southern Baptist minister going on. It's like, the power of Christ compels you, sir! But, uh, no, they didn't open that one up. So, um... But, like, that, yeah, that episode was pretty good. I think there's going to be a part two of that. And I think the episode after that is about Rogue, uh, which should mean the Brotherhood's coming back. So it might be in that one, I don't know. But, um, the guy who coordinates it he also does like a power rangers audio drama and he messaged me yesterday and saying hey i've got a spot for an aussie character in an upcoming episode of this if you wanted to try that so after we get done here i'm going to go in and record that oh that's uh, awesome very shoot cool. that up so that's cool like he you know he remembered me thought of me so that's that's i'm really excited about that are you, you gonna be the go-to australian guy for him? he's like we need an australian look possibly that guy that was pyro <laughs> um I assume, I was going to say, I assume the Australian uh, Power Ranger will be green, but it's probably beige because of all the sand. <laughs> oh, I, oh I'm, I'm, I'm not playing a ranger itself anyway, so. Oh. Are you playing the henchman of the evil bad guy? Because I could see that. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I haven't actually read the script yet. I gotta, I, like I said, I'm doing that after this. Gotcha. Gotcha. Putting him on the spot, poet. Damn. I mean, he said when I when I got that message yesterday, I was halfway through watching a Mechagodzilla movie, so I was like, oh, I'll look at that in a bit. Oh yeah, that's the one with he's all robotic in Godzilla. Spoiler alert: that movie hasn't come out on HBO Max yet. You know what movie has? Yeah, I know. I've been watching it. Uh... Been watching it because you can't, you couldn't get through it in one sitting, or. No, well, my so my back has been bothering me um, for like the last couple days, and last night it at around midnight I woke up, and so I got up and I went downstairs, and uh, I was watching YouTube, and a YouTube ad <clears throat> reminded me that 
that it was coming out that today. And so I looked and I was like 20 minutes away from when it was going to start. So I watched about an hour this morning before I finally was <clears throat> tired. Uh, my back felt better and I could finally <laughs> fall asleep. So then um, I woke up at like five and I watched another like 20 or 30 minutes before I finally left for work. And then I watched another 20, 30 minutes when I got home, but then I took a nap. Cause like I said, I'm, I'm fucking exhausted. Um, but, but yeah, so far you can listen thoughts? on April 9th to my thoughts on the justice league. Oh, okay. No, okay. uh, I mean, does that mean I have to talk about it too? On April 9th. Yes. Not today. <laughs> Um, I, I think I'm that. about halfway. Let's, um, what was uh, what was happening when I turned it? Off? Oh, they just they had just met with Gordon on the rooftop. Oh wow, they just they really just vanish, huh? Oh, that's rude. Um, so Christ, it sounds like a slow ass movie. Yeah, so I'll say that. Um, the history lesson for Dark Side was definitely much, much better and a much more enjoyable sequence. Um, there is one moment from that sequence that feels like they cut and pasted it from another movie into this movie. Like another specific movie or just Oh yeah, when you when you see it you're gonna be like Oh oh they <laughs> oh, really good. just copied that movie directly. Um It's Green Lantern, isn't it? No. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh to anybody who had called this the murder verse prior to this movie, I would definitely say was just being hyperbolistic. Um, oh no, it's definitely the murder verse. Definitely Wonder Woman kills somebody during that scene at the beginning. I don't remember her them making it look uh, like Bruce she. Bolton's fucked. Uh, uh, I don't remember them really making it look like she killed any of his henchmen. Hundred percent. There's one dude that is definitely dead. Um, and so I thought that was interesting. Uh, interesting last year for, for Wonder Woman. They definitely made her a rapist and a killer. One of those accurate to the character. <laughs> uh, um, yep, yep. And so uh, there are... I don't remember... I don't remember... Before Suicide Squad, what the music was like in any of the other movies, and oh, it was very ponderous and like you know. But was it was it like cinematic music or like yeah yeah songs? No, this this is feels heavily influenced by the soundtrack stylings of guardians and suicide squad. Oh God. In 
not in a not what I would say in an aggressive manner, but in a it's just wildly over the top. Like there's the when they introduce uh, Aquaman, there's this whole scene of him in the slow mo with the water crashing on him and. Is there's this really weird look of like of the slow mo and like it's meant to look cool, but the way the wind is whipping the water on his face, you're just like you're like it just looks so goofy at times. And then it's the like song, music video. And then the song is so over the top. I don't know who it is, but it's all about the king being the king and he's the only king and some about king and Oh god, is it Kanye? No, it's not Kanye. It's some rock song. It's just that sounds like a Kanye thing. But look, yeah, you, no, it's answer so... this question: Do they yep. get it across that he's a king? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, no, because uh, I just passed the scene where Murrah told him that uh, he's supposed he's supposed to be the king or something like that. Sounds to me like someone's got a case of the spoosdas. So I mean, so far. I mean, I would probably say if I'm watching the all the DCU Snyder quote unquote Snyder films, I, this I would definitely watch this one so far over Josh Whedon's one. But so far, I mean, would you prefer to be incontinent or constipated? That's kind of how I view these two films. Ugh. Man, I can't wait. Yeah, and <laughs> it's really selling it. It's four hours, so I think I still got thing, two hours to go. The thing Have you got to the chart me, uh, No, not yet. The thing that makes me the least excited about it, of all the things that I've heard, uh, and I, it's the thing that gets me the aspect ratio. I thought that was Dude, a joke. That that fucked me up this morning. I literally stopped it and was like. Yo, why is my shit fucked up? Because I missed that message the first time it popped up. I was like, yo, why is my shit fucked up? I'm thinking, oh, maybe it's because it's like right when it's launching. Like, you know, like sometimes if you start like a Netflix show, it's not quite up to high def. And it's kind of like it looks kind of like almost standard definition. And then all of a sudden it just kind of kicks in and it's fucking pristine. Do you guys have that problem? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought so. I thought it was something like that. I was like, "Yo, maybe this is like fucked up." So I stopped it, started over, and then I seen that shit to preserve the integrity. I was like, "Oh no, I got to take a photo of this shit," because I was like, "Yeah," and it is very, very weird watching it in the four three. You do get used to it, um, and uh. You it you can tell it's obvious that it was that that this was chosen to as I think a cost um a cost like saving measure in the Ugh. effects department because I think instead of having to do like a, a less of a screen to animate yeah you have yeah like they have less that they have to actually focus on and for the most part um. The CGI looks good. There's like some stuff when I was like, I was like, oh, you could tell this is not quite there. They probably would have done this differently if they had had more time or whatever. 
Um, Steppenwolf, weirdly, his face looks a lot better. Um, the armor is so over the top that, and the way it frames his face, I don't, yeah, it's just a very weird thing. It makes his face definitely more like, I feel like, less muddled. I feel like in the Josh, Josh Whedon one, it's muddled or whatever, but in this one, his face there's I, I there's definitely more um I can I can see more of the performance of the character if that makes sense like I can see the like or his like reactions or whatever his facial animations much better yeah and ultimately I think that is a better take well, that, on his face I do like that because I like that actor I think he deserves more credit than he gets yeah and I and yeah, and I think they definitely did a better job on that aspect of the armor, though, is so ridiculous. Um, the history, though, with the dark side fight, I definitely thought that was cool. Dark side looks terrible, but. Um, uh, and then, like, yeah, and then it's like weird stuff. So, like, like just like just the scene of Wonder Woman's mom when she's sliding out of that thing. Where the mother box is kept, um, and she's just she. I mean, she slides too perfect, right? And she's sliding over like a patchwork stone, so like her feet has no give. So just perfectly slide, never like catches anything like you would if you like a foot was actually sliding on any kind of non-slick surface. So like there are moments like that where you're just like, oh golly, it's just like, yeah. Um, too too smooth. Yeah. So, but but I mean, like you know, I think obviously people who are fan of Snyder are definitely going to be happy with this. Uh, I mean, it's like I said though. I mean, the I, the question is, would you rather be incontinent or constipated? And you can choose. Yeah. But like I said, tune in April 9th, the weekend of April ninth. They really. <laughs> Charlie and Dak and oh Dak and me. And <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the Skype thing and it says Billy and Dak and that's clearly where I took my cue. Uh, <laughs> it's like well, everyone everyone's asked me if I'm going to watch it. And I'm just like, look, I probably will, but it's one I'm going to have to watch with friends at some point because I don't want to watch this alone. Well, that's uh, I was hoping to watch it with people because I'm like, oh, because I, look, I'm sure there are parts that I'm going to enjoy. Oh, of course. But I mean, I'm just there, were, like, there were parts of the original that I liked. There, there, yeah. There's some just like some like so. The, there's a scene where the the Flash scene. I hate the guy who plays the Flash. I, I'm neither here nor there on him. Um. So, uh, but and I, I have to rewatch it because maybe because I wasn't watching it as closely at that hour of the morning. Um. But when he has his first like when we first get to see him be Flash. He takes off and it, like his bursts out of his shoes, and so it's like this flash scene where he's fully on, just running around John McClane style. <laughs> but I I didn't understand like how did he burst out of his shoes, but not the rest of his clothing. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the other thing. They're like, there's like it's little things that are like you just don't understand. Like some. 
like sometimes it seems like they're chosen for visual visuals and not without thinking of the context. That like, sounds like Snyder. Like the shot of the mother box in the back of the closet of Stone's closet uh, as a way to be like, when it's like, you know, starting to activate. Yeah. To like show, I mean, it's a cool looking scene. You're like, oh, it's stuffed away in the back of this closet. But she's like, why is this thing just stuffed away in the back of this closet? Like, it was, it's just a weird thing. And then like, there's like, I so like, do you remember, uh, and this, you, this happens before, but it, I, it, I really thought about it. Do you remember when Aquaman saves the guy in the boat? Yeah. And then he, he, uh, takes him back in and, um, and gets a whiskey and drinks it and then litters the whiskey bottle and then gets into the ocean. Yeah. Um, well he, when, when he rescued the guy, He's shirtless and, um, and, but when he brings him into the bar, he has a shirt. And just like when Bruce Wayne talks to him, he's wearing a shirt and a jacket. And then both times exiting those scenes, he exits to the ocean where he takes the shirt and jacket off and then throws them on the ground, littering again, which seems weird for Aquaman. Um, but whatevs, uh, and and then he, he 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 dives into the ocean and his pants stay on, but he swims with those just fine. <laughs> so I don't understand why the shirts are coming off and where 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 is he getting these shirts? So he rescues the guy in the boat, gets him There's to some land. Really weird complaints so far. <laughs> he gets him to land, sets him down, finds a shirt, puts it on, picks him back up carries him into the bar, throws him on the table, gets the whiskey, drinks it quickly, and then leaves, taking the shirt off again to go swimming. It's stuff like, it, there's no think, why why, why does he keep taking the shirts off and on? Like, what, what are you doing? Like, what is going on with this? What? It's just, it's a little thing, like, a little detail like that. It's like, it's like, you know, when you start pulling it, the tiny threads and things start to unravel, it's like that. Like, why? that? Like, it's a little thread that you begin to tug at. Like, why is he taking it? Where is he getting these shirts in the first place? And why does he keep taking them off? Like, if you keep searching for shirts, quit throwing your shirts away. It's not like you're Hulk. It's not like you ripped out of your shirt and you're like, oh, fuck, I need a new shirt. No, you, you literally littered it on the ground like your last shirt. <laughs> Tie it around your waist, my dude, like girls. <laughs> girls bring jackets constantly that they don't want to use. They, they take them off. They tie them around their waist. Problem solved. You get out of the ocean, you put your shirt back on. It was right there. It's tied around your waist. What are you doing? So anyways. You have a Jewish mother. I don't know. So put anyways. You gotta get your cold. These are my thoughts on the first half of the Justice League. Zack Snyder cut. So there is... Uh, a fantastic documentary if you have the time, because much like the Snyder, it's a little too long. Uh, it's it's called uh, Crystal Lake Memories, and it's about it's basically the making of all the Friday the Thirteenth movies. Uh, it's like six hours long because they go over all of it. Uh, it's it's a, it's an interesting little documentary. But you reminded me just now uh, of I think it's part five. They have the editor in the documentary talking about this one point in the towards the end of the movie the final girl is running 
uh, through the woods. And in one shot, you see she has her sweater, but in the next shot, she doesn't. And then she has her sweater again. And the guy is like, you know, uh, if people notice that, they're not really in the movie, you know, like little mistakes like that. It's like, dude, don't make fucking excuses for the fact that you did a shit job on this movie. Uh, But now that you've said that about talking about, like, why would you even care about the shirt or what he was wearing? I realized that there Zack Snyder, I guess, just has a particular style of it it doesn't have to make logical sense. It's just like, does this look cool? Yeah. Yeah. It just it doesn't it it doesn't matter if it makes sense because. No one, no one's paying attention to those things. If you're paying attention to that, then you obviously you're uh, you're not really into the movie. Like, well, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you've seen this movie a couple times already, and you're only seeing a slightly different version of it, it's like it's like you're you're at a a, a competition, like a cooking competition, and 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 this particular section is the cheeseburger competition. You know what a cheeseburger tastes like. You've already had two of them. Pretty easy to judge this third cheeseburger. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, the meat's fine. Yeah, the I cheese mean, is fine. Lettuce is a little wilty. Tomato, <laughs> a little past ripe. Yeah, it's fine, I guess. Please pack your knives and go. Um, I will say this. Your documentary comment reminded me of something. Oh, uh, and, and so speaking of problems with movies that people either will or won't notice. Uh, I was watching a, um, I was watching, uh, 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 Anthony Fuqua talk about, um, Denzel Washington in training day and some of the stuff that was not in the script that Denzel did. And one of the things they talked about was King Kong ain't got shit. And when they shot that movie, that wasn't on the, you know, that wasn't in the script. That just, that just happened. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. It just came out of him. We were there. That was not on the page? No, no. We were there that night. He was, he gets so into the zone. He's in the moment. Mm -hmm. And he did it. And if you look at that shot, because I shot anamorphic, it's a buzz. It's a little out of focus. And he did it. And it was so powerful. He walked over to me. He goes, I don't know where that came from. He said, I hope you got it. Because that was it. I didn't have to get it twice. And I told my editor, Comrade Buff, I said, man, it's got a buzz in it, man. I can't use that shot. He said, nobody will ever mention it. And I said, nah, somebody's going to notice it. He said, never. It was so powerful. No one ever mentioned it. And it's buzzed. That's probably a minor thing that you probably wouldn't even notice until somebody pointed it out. Yeah, or like if you've seen the movie multiple times. Yeah, and uh, you're really like dissecting it, and you're like maybe like a bit of a film nerd. Because I don't know if I would ever know. Yeah. You know, no, like even it's, now, it's always well, easy to. It's easy to pick up on the visual stuff rather than the audio stuff. So, like a buzz on the film as opposed to shirtlessness on and off again. Yeah, or like something being inconsistent scene to scene. Like one of my favorites. Like I was, I I would always catch stuff like this as a kid, and it used to like my mom. It used to like uh, my mom used to like when I would point stuff like this out. But uh, uh, in Lethal Weapon <laughs> Two, well, I I just don't do it anymore because I don't. I'm not that uh, aggressive, I guess, in my movie watching. Um, <laughs> 
But I don't know if you guys remember the uh, plot of Lethal Weapon 2, but... Uh, uh, I just remember it involved diplomatic immunity. It's just been revoked. Yep. The L.A. Sheriff uh, goes to war with uh, South African uh, uh, bad guys. And uh, the South Africans at one point kill a bunch of LAPD officers. And in the height of the the climax, uh, Riggs, that's Mel Gibson's character, uh, shoots a guy and uh, he walks in on him as he's shooting him. And each time he's shot, he shoots this guy, he's recounting a name of a slain LAPD officer. So he shoots him like five or six times as he's walking to him. And you see him you see him get shot all the times. And then uh, to finish him off, he buries the gun into his belly as he closes the uh, approach and just empties this clip into him. So you see him getting shot all, all as he's walking up. And then when Mel Gibson buries the gun in his belly, brand new pristine shirt. Like, <laughs> like he's never been shot. I was just like, fantastic. That, that and Commando were two of my favorites. And uh, uh, Commando in that one, that's the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. I've seen um, that in so long. Yeah, it's the one with <laughs> Aly- Alyssa Milano, his daughter, gets kidnapped by his former... Uh, that was Alyssa Milano, wasn't it? Yep, yeah, his, his former military homies. The and guy from Road Warrior. The guy from Road Warrior, one of them. I'll be back, Bennett. <laughs> oh, man, let off some steam. Um, <laughs> but, Please don't disturb my friend. He's just dead. He's dead uh, tired. He's dead tired. <laughs> my, or my, my favorite, favorite line the rem- best one is <laughs> that <laughs> moment when like you think he's gonna have like the bad guy talk when he uh, they take his daughter and he goes in the room and he's like, Just have a seat, Matrix, we need to talk. We'll tell you exactly how you can get your daughter back, right? Wrong and he shoots him and jumps <laughs> out the window and runs out to the car. <laughs> uh, my God, favorite my favorite line is when he's holding the guy upside down. He goes, you remember when I said I'd kill you last? Yeah, so you said you'd kill me last. I lied. I lied. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, in that movie, he's driving that yellow Porsche, and he wrecks the Porsche at one point. And, you know, That's you right. got the, the great scene of him pushing the Porsche over, and they get back in and drive off. Well, when he pushes it over, it's obviously a completely fucked off Porsche that's been in a car accident. But when they drive away, that motherfucker is brand new. <laughs> oh, man. I always loved it. Loved that kind of shit. Like the stormtrooper hitting his head in the New Hope or. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, like those kind of things always used to get me. There are some things that are just like you can forgive it or just let it go. Even if you do notice it the first time, because uh, you know sometimes there's some there's a little bit of charm that comes with those mistakes, depending on what's happening, especially with like older movies where you're like, oh, you know, they they tried. Um, I was like, I've been... I saw in Speed where it's like, sorry, I'll let you go in a second, but I, just, I gotta bring this one up. It's like uh, in Speed when he's on the bus. Uh, you can see the head of one of the boom mic operators behind the bus bits because there just wasn't enough room for them to fucking di- like hide them all. That was awesome. Uh, 
Uh, well, oh, so good. I just remember this one too. There's also the Children of the Corn, uh, the the famous shot of the car driving along the side and all the corn stalks behind them as they're driving through a movie which my cousin was in, by the way. Um, uh, really? do you guys? Yeah, do you know what scene I'm talking about? The car driving by the cornfield. I haven't yeah, seen it in a long I know, I know the movie, time. but I haven't seen it in a long time. All right, well, so there's a scene of a car just driving past the cornfield. It's a side profile shot, so you see the car sort of uh, from the side as they're driving past the cornfield. You know what I mean? Yep. And, you know, it's a great-looking shot, uh, but if you pay close attention, along the side of the car, you can see the reflection of the entire film crew. <laughs> Shit. I saw something like that. I was watching an old episode of the X-Files some years back, and uh, there's a point where they're about to like watch like something on the TV, like some kind of like footage that they have. But the camera closes up on comes up on the TV first, uh, but they haven't turned it on yet. And because this was before like high definition, but now you're watching it in HD, you can see like the camera and the crew and everything all in the reflection. Oh fuck! (laughs) Oh man, classic, classic stuff. Uh, so but yeah, I'm talking about like that charm. So I've been playing this game. It kind of reminds me. uh, uh, It's called Daymare 1998. It's like a, it was a smaller budget game, and you can tell from some of the limitations on it. Uh, but it's like it, basically, it's like a a fan, a bunch of fans got together to make this gaming company, and they were really into like survival horror and Resident Evil, so they made this kind of game. Uh, actually, they were trying to make a a fan project remake of Resident Evil Two, but then Resident Evil Two remake got announced, and so they scrapped it, and they actually got. <laughs> To work on a new original thing. That's pretty cool. And the one with the ten that... foot vampire you you've fallen in love with. <laughs> no, not yet. That's eight. Oh. That, uh, oh. I'll let you know how that one goes. Uh, and there are things that like don't quite work in it. Like there are issues with the game where I'm like, the controls are kind of weird. Uh, the dialogue can be a little like stilted, which kind of works because it's a you know it's it's like a love letter to these old 90s early 2000s survival horror game so it kind of works uh so it's like this weird thing where even though it has like these weird glitches here and there we're like ah this doesn't really if this were like a a, a, like an original game i'd be kind of pissed but because they're attempting you know to do this thing it's like oh this is actually kind of fun as opposed to like bringing it back Zack snyder where like anytime he does something weird you're just like uh you know Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, yeah. So, uh, anyways, Dak, you said you've been it's, watching it's the uh, the Godzilla movies again in yeah, preparation yeah. for Kong vs. Godzilla. Yeah, getting ready for it. I've watched. Um, God, how many of them I fucking watched? Uh, let's see here. I hear there's a few. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I've got. I, I bought uh, three box sets of, like, the originals from, like, the 50s through to the 90s. Uh, each one, like, two of them have five movies and one of them has six. So, it, and that's not even all of them. Um, 
But yeah, I've just been steadily working my way through those. And there's been some pretty good ones. Like, you know, they're super old, cheesy, like, guys in suits or else monster, like, monster things held up by wire. But despite that, there's still, like, a lot of fun to be found in it. Like, the ver- the original fight between Godzilla and Mothra was actually fucking pretty good, considering what it could have been. Um, and just recently, because, like, the, ru- the rumor is, like, I don't know if it's still rumor anymore... Um, that Mechagodzilla is going to be in Kong vs. Godzilla. I'm just like, oh shit, i got to watch all the Mechagodzilla movies now because I'd never seen one with him before. And, yeah, I, yeah think, no. I don't think it's been officially confirmed, but it's everybody like knows, I think. Isn't it, I, wasn't it revealed with the merch just yesterday? Yeah, I, I think, think so, I think but the they, I don't think they've sort of actually come out though and been it. like, yeah, he's in the movie, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no formal announcement, but I mean, it only happened. It's only coming out next week. So. I mean, they only show Mechagodzilla in the trailer, but what else? But you don't. I mean, you don't really know like that that's half him. a second. You'd have to really. I mean, they only show like, Mechagodzilla oh, schematic in the trailer, but what else? For like half a second, it's one of those. Oh man, if we pause it, the pause the trailer and squint, it's like, oh my god, that is him. It's one of those things. Like it would have worked fine in the pre-internet days where people didn't, you know pause the trailer and then immediately post screen caps online yeah. and throw it out there. But uh, yeah, this day and age, it's just like, uh, you may as well just not even put that in there if you want to keep this a secret. Cause yeah, it's not I mean, gonna... look, we all know it's Khan. Just just call him Khan. I wish they would do like uh, they did with, I don't think they did it with Endgame, but like they did it with Infinity War where like, put fake shit in there. I like it when they do that. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. That you, you expect one thing, like... Uh, Always you? bringing it back to video games for some reason. Uh, in Metal Gear Solid Two, did you guys? You guys never really played any of them, did you? No, no. I watched I my mean, play which, them. which hold on, which Metal Gear Solid Two are you talking about? The one on the Nintendo Entertainment System? No, that's then that's Metal Gear, then, not Metal Gear Solid Two. Oh my god! Fool this man! No! He's talking about Metal Gear Gaseous. God damn it! This is the outro. This <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but you guys know enough to know that like you play Solid Snake in the games. Like everybody pretty much knows that, even if you're not really. No, I played Snake apparently. Uh, uh, I, the version I watched him like he was playing Raiden. Well, yeah, that's what happens in the game, but they never said anything about that. They made like fake trailers and had fake gameplay. To make it look mm. like you were going to be Snake the entire time. And what happens is when you play the game, you're only Snake for the first couple of hours. And then you switch to this new character and nobody knew that. And now I like that. I think that's cool. I don't have a problem with it because I like the character. People were pissed at the time, though. because they were Oh, like, people, oh, people hate Raiden, don't they? Uh, some of them do, like, a lot. And I don't know why. I like the character. I, I think it's an interesting, uh, it's a really interesting uh, arc. Because the whole idea is like he is this a stand-in for the player because he's never been on a real mission. He's only done virtual missions before, so sort of like a as if he just played video games, um, which sounds silly when you say it like that, but it works yeah. in the game. Uh, I love Metal Gear Solid too. I, mean, I think a lot of people do too, but then they'll always be like, well, "Fuck ride." Oh, uh, come on. Um, I want to be lied to. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's like what was it? Zack uh, Snyder's was... Justice League is hands down the greatest film I've seen in 2021, and maybe and I be lied this century, to, but believably. Oh, oh. I've, I've heard that there is a lie in that trailer. Apparently, the Joker does not say we live in a society in that movie. 
Oh, I heard that too. Yeah, it's just like for that trailer, which I was like, okay. <laughs> yes, you um, know the crucial, crucial thing that everyone was gonna miss. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't care about all that. I don't know if you <laughs> uh, listened to last week's episode. I have. Um, okay, so you know Charlie is Team Godzilla. Are you Team Godzilla or Team Kong? I think overall Team Godzilla, but if Kong won, I wouldn't complain. I got you. Did I pick one? I don't know that I picked one. No, I don't think either of us picked one. I just, I wanted to make fun of Charlie. The more I think about it, I think I'm going with Kong, man. Well, it's like everyone, so there was apparently a lot of fun because uh, in the trailer, like that got initially got released, it shows Kong just fucking decking Godzilla and everyone's like, oh my God, Kong's going to win. But then the Japanese trailer had Godzilla recovering from that hit and just decking Kong back. And it's like, okay, there we go. Um, What's your take on the sized up gorilla? I mean, I love how you ask everyone this. Cause <laughs> I, th- well, I think it, I think it had to happen because I don't. You know, but go ahead. Well, because I mean, it wouldn't have been a fair fight otherwise. I've seen like fan art where it's like Kong the size in the uh, the size that he was in like the Peter Jackson movie in two thousand five, and it's just Godzilla has a hand on his head. You know, like you do with a child when you put their hand on their head and they're taking swings at you, but their arms are too tiny they can't reach. It was basically yeah. that with Kong. Yeah, um, I, I I'm just saying I that. would like to see somebody try to do that to an angry chimp. I do not start this war. Now, I fight only to protect apes. Well, I think when you're I, I Godzilla, th- I think you'd get away with it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I just don't think that Godzilla could fight. I mean, I look. I first, I don't think these two are going to end up like fighting like that. I I'm I hope at some point that we see Kong on Godzilla's back, pigaback style. Uh, <laughs> uh, that would make me happier than anything else. If at one point Kong but, I mean, is riding all, Godzilla like a he's got all those spines, and spines and ridges. He's gonna castrate himself doing I that. Care very little for the mechanics of how it would work. I just want to <laughs> see it. <laughs> Dude, that would hurt. Imagine um, one of those spines in your groin. Yeah, like I said, I care very little for the mechanics of how it works. I will make you care. Yeah, yeah I, I doubt that very much, sir. <laughs> um, I personally don't think you need to size uh, Kong up. I mean, and I, I, I'll have to see how they do it. Fight you need to. You could have the you could have the fight with him scaled down, and he could be like, yeah. It'd basically be like the snow speeders fighting the giant walkers in Empire Strikes Back. It's like, it'd still be interesting, but it'd look very odd for two monsters to be doing that. So, or, or it could look, or it could look like the Yoda-Doku fight. <laughs> it is obvious that this contest cannot be decided by our knowledge of the Force. But by our skills with a lightsaber. No, we're like we're Godzilla. <laughs> where Godzilla is Doku and Kong is Yoda. Flip it around. Like at the edge uh, no, of the I, fight, Kong picks up a cane and starts know. hobbling away. No, Sorry, I, I just don't. I don't think that would have worked. Okay, uh, would you have preferred? Would you prefer if I said it'd be like just like when Yoda fought Palpatine, and then, and then at some point we could have Godzilla going? I threw the whole Senate at him. The whole Senate. <laughs> True story. 
Godzilla just starts throwing buildings at him. <laughs> he picks up the aircraft carrier and just overhands it. No, that'd be great if he's just chucking buildings at him and you just see Kong running on the side of the throne buildings, leaping to the next one, making his way closer and closer to Kong, at which point he jumps in and Godzilla roars and Kong gets in there and fucking yanks his whole mouth open. That'd be fantastic. And then Godzilla could fire breathe him, and Kong gets blown back into the side of a mountain. He's like, ah! And then he comes out, and he's all burned, uh, singed fur, and then it's just like, oh, now it's on. Billy, do you ever feel like Poet is just telling you the dreams he had on this podcast? Yeah. I don't dream. <laughs> Not even of electric sheep? He says he doesn't. No, I mean, I don't. I don't necessarily remember my dreams. So, I mean, sometimes I, I, I have dreams that I remember some parts, but for the most part, I don't remember my dreams they've been crushed a long time i kid no i don't know I, i'll have to see i'll have to see the explanation or whatever like the i mean i guess they're saying he's young he was just young before i don't know that is he, exactly what they said yeah kong's always they, like kong climbs buildings so to see kong the size of buildings seems weird and also to me that ship the scale of that ship did not seem appropriate for for what the implied size scales were. Like, cause we see Kong and, and Godzilla fight or Mecha Godzilla fight on that thing. Cause we still don't know at that point who's who, who, which is which, but yeah, the size of that ship didn't seem the size of that ship seemed appropriate. If Kong was the size of a Kong that climbs buildings, but once Godzilla got on there and, you know, they're fighting, the ship the ship would have had to have been larger than a building. I mean... You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. I just kind of assumed it was like a large-scale um, uh, aircraft carrier. Yeah, but you're, you're, you're talking about a large-scale aircraft carrier with, a, with not one, but two creatures that are building size so it would have to be large enough to support you know to support a yeah building tall two of them it just didn't seem i'm yeah. under the impression that that it, that they had that, that that thing was specifically for kong because that I, i'm thinking they they put they picked him up wherever they <laughs> got him there that's so they would have had to Uber. build it for that I mean, honestly, if you're going to go into a movie about a giant ape and a giant monster lizard fighting each other, and also, apparently, a giant mechanical version of that same lizard, I'll buy that they made a ship big enough for the both of them. Like, okay. Yeah. No, I didn't. I'm not saying I don't buy it. I'm saying the scale as presented to me didn't seem realistic in it's depiction of what we're supposed to be seeing. I mean, obviously if, if, if a society has the ability to either in public or in private, cause we still don't know about that yet, build a mechanical version of Godzilla. Then they would also have the ability to build a, a ship big enough for him. I'm just saying in the, in the trailer didn't seem like the ship was that big to then all of a sudden have these two dudes fighting on it. 
That's all uh, I was saying. And uh, I, forgive I me, forgive me for wanting a little bit of realism in my in my monkey lizard fight movie. You know, no, no, I'm not going to forgive that. I don't think. I don't really need realism in any movie because reality is boring and I don't like that. I just need there to be a logic to the movie and for the movie to follow that logic. And if I can get on board with whatever that logic is, right on. I'm with you. Whatever you want to do, 100%. For example, if you want to have, you know, a giant, you know, giant ape fight giant Godzilla. Okay, cool. I am with you on that. I will watch it. Let's see what you do. Uh, on the other hand, if you want to make like a, say, four-hour-long movie and have people going around swimming with shirts on and off for no reason that make any sense, <laughs> I don't know that I can get on board with that. And that doesn't mean that other people, you know, can't enjoy that and be like, yeah, no, I, I'm with it. I like this. I'm, I'm not necessarily going to. I don't think I want to hang out with those people, but you know. <laughs> How do you really feel? Um, when's it come out? It's next month, right? It's April. That's, no, it's next week. No, no, it's uh, next it week. Yeah, it's oh. super soon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just so got hyped. a little bit. I just got a little bit more hyped. I didn't realize it was that soon because it's so weird with everything that's coming out, like. With this, because what's the other thing we're waiting for to come out? Or was uh, no Time no. to Die. I guess maybe it was Zack Snyder. I thought there was something else. We were Mortal waiting. Kombat comes out. No, yes, Mortal Kombat. That's Mortal the Kombat, other one. Yep. And I've heard the first 13 minutes are pretty darn good. That's a really random amount of time. Why? Uh, well, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Uh, either I or not. Once it gets to that point, like, everything's fucking dead. No, I think it's similar to um, uh, Serenity. I don't know if you guys remember when Serenity the movie came out. They released the intro, the first nine minutes, the scene of River being rescued. They released that whole sequence. Did that sequence uh, go for nine minutes? Jesus. Yeah. Uh, I do not remember that. Yeah. Didn't feel like it. Yeah. They did. That's a good sequence too. I, I yeah, only yeah. know. I only know that because I watched it a couple of different times. Um. Because I had never. Because like it got. That's what got me into Firefly was that, uh, movie. Um. But anyways, they. I don't know where they released it. Um. But the first thirteen minutes. Uh. Have been released. Um, and the descriptions I've read have been all positive. Uh, a lot of, a lot of Mortal Kombat terms used such as flawless and bloody and bone crunching were descriptions to describe the opening of the movie. So yeah, I think that's the one I think. Uh, Kong. I mean, I was always curious about the Snyderverse, uh, movie, but definitely Kong and and Mortal Kombat are the two I'm definitely pumped for, and super excited for. So, I I, I knowing Kong comes out next week, I'm I'm super pumped. I might have to sit down and watch the three the three other movies now. Uh, yeah, I need to. I've only seen weekend. one of them actually. Which which one have you seen? Just the I first saw the Godzilla. first Godzilla, which yeah. I actually really liked. Yeah, um, I really like that too. 
I've seen I, a good portion of Kong Skull Island. It was one of those things where it was on, but like mm. we we were that one's had people at the house or something. That one's fun. It lives or dies on John C. Riley. He makes that movie. Kong's god on the island, but the devils live below us. And what are they called? The Ewes won't speak their name, but I call them skull crawlers. Why? Because it sounds neat. Okay. Look, I just made that name up. I'm trying to scare you. I'm fine calling them that. Are you cool with that? Yeah, that, that seems like a I good, like seems the name, like a, a so name. I think you... Never said that name out loud before. It sounds stupid now that I say Just, you call them whatever you want. The big lizard things. Like, he is just fantastic. Really? That's funny, because I, I, I know that there's, like, a good cast, too, which is why I think it's weird that I haven't. Really oh, it's it is it is good cast. Like, you know, Tom Hiddleston is good. Samuel Jackson is good. John Goodman is good. Brie Larson is good. It's a lot of Marvel people. Um, but like on the whole, like John C. Riley is like a country mile ahead of everyone else. Dre and Easy E are both in the movie. What he said. Sure. Do Do you even know what that means, Dak? And uh, I'm assuming I'm assuming you're referring to Doctor Dre, which makes me think stretch, fresh out of Compton. Straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton. No, fresh, fresh out of Compton is is equally uh, acceptable because of its humor. Because of its humor. Fresh out of Compton. Crazy motherfucker name Ice Cube. It's like, did, did I just get a mix up with Fresh Fritz? Uh, yeah, that or Fresh off the boat. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, it's a TV show. Uh, okay. Um. Uh, so yeah, the actors that played Dr. Dre and Easy E are both in Kong. And I still and, haven't watched Godzilla King and of the Monsters. Isn't, I do want to see also. Isn't King of the Monsters I loved. So many people shat on that movie and I adored it. Jamie and I went to see it at the cinemas and she said she's never seen such joy on my face as when you're just watching Godzilla and King Ghidorah beat the absolute shit out of each other. Uh, with the exception of one scene, which uh, was a kick in the nuts for my comic book, uh, I, um, I too, I enjoyed it. Um, my biggest problem, uh, up for it was um the humans. I could have done without their story. If Some it would have literally, literally just been like breaking news and it's like you see some CNN type news report beginning and then it just does like a camera trick where you like you go into the TV report and the live footage and you come out the other side live and then it was just live footage of the monsters fighting for four hours. I would have definitely been like all in 10 out of 10 stars. I mean, maybe I, I I do like um Ken Watanabe and Charles yeah. Dance though, so I'm just like, like Yeah, they're the good. Hum- I could the, the 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 mother's the mother uh daughter storyline, um that mom is literally the worst mom of all time. Um Oh, without a doubt. And so I I don't know, it just was so obnoxious. there that whole I don't know that their their part was so obnoxious. I did like if they could have maybe just minus the family part out of it 
and then just had this story of an eco-terrorist who decides to, you know, do this sort of, uh, uh, you know, the eco-terrorist storyline. And then those that are just like trying to stop them without this like subplot with the, you know, the family, um, maybe that would have worked a little bit better for me. Uh, but yeah, I, can I mean, but I mean, on a sheer, uh, you know, the monster stuff is just like, yeah, it's just, oh, it is so good. It's just, the and best. also like, that's one of those ones where as soon as the movie was done, I had to jump online and buy the soundtrack. Cause I fucking love that soundtrack. Mm. Ah, yeah. I haven't bought a soundtrack since the dark nights. I've bought a few. Yeah. But yeah. I used to be big into them. Jurassic park was like probably my favorite. I listened to that one. I mean, that just hit me at the right time. You know what I mean? I was, I was yeah, high yeah. school. I saw the sneak preview of it. It got me into reading, and so like I would read and just a, listen to that moment. soundtrack. Yeah, man. You know what has a great score, and I'm never gonna stop talking about this game. I'm sorry. Uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake score is amazing. That's out on Switch now, yeah. No, no, it's still just a PlayStation uh, exclusive. exclusive. But it, they're going right. to put it out on the other systems. I'm... It's. It's funny you brought that game up for what will be, I believe, the third episode in a row now. Yep, and I'm sure um, I'll find a reason to bring it up next week. Uh, Cloud no, will be uh, so proud of you. Uh, uh, we uh, this week uh, in our game, our D and D session, um, I I can't remember how it got started, but I think I might have mentioned that you just finished it. And uh, and we were talking about that, and I mentioned uh, uh, Sephiroth being in it, and Data was just like, "I fucking hate that they put him in the game." Uh, <laughs> Data, you know, because <laughs> he like, feels like I, it makes no sense to it the makes story no sense or if you're whatever. Thinking of it from the perspective of the of the original game, but yeah. it's not the original game; it's a new game. I hate it when people do that, like. Uh, Whoa, this is different from the original game. If you wanted the original game, play the original fucking game. <laughs> yeah, Data, I said it. What are you going to do about it? And just like, if you want the original oh, Justice League movie, you don't watch Zack Snyder's cut. I don't have a guess for next week, but I'm going to try to get Data on now and see if we can't, <laughs> can't, can't get... Maybe maybe I can't... I'll see if I can't get uh, two, uh, two, uh, half of the, uh, the standard lunch in here. Since I figure you guys will be busy, Dak. Oh, it's oh. just like the, th- the thing is like we've got very specific times that we could record. It's either Saturday morning or Sunday morning for us. Sunday yeah. mornings are usually taken up with Sandalanch. Um, so it's like, uh, but Jamie wants to sleep in on Saturday, which is totally fair. She's growing up. She's growing a little person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got to do anything that she wants. Yeah. I I am well aware, which it's been rough because like with the show, I've been out so much uh, these days. <laughs> like you know, I'm not getting home till like eleven thirty. Uh, in the evenings, uh, and like, and she's finishing work at six, which is the time I have to be at the theater. So we don't see each other in the afternoon. Yeah, but you got three more days, and then she won't be able to get enough of you, or she'll have much. too much of you, or what? Well, mon- whatever. Monday's her, but bu- Monday's her birthday, so I'm gonna like organize a few. We both have the day off work, Ben, so I'm just gonna organize some a whole bunch of things for us to do, just the two of us. Nice. How how uh, young is she turning? 
She is turning 32, same age as me. 29. Oh. Excellent. Very good. Happy <laughs> oh, birthday, actually, Jamie. Happy so, 29th so, birthday, Jamie. <laughs> um, actually, Poet, you'll find, that, you'll find this amusing. You know Adam Hills, the comedian you like? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, like, I saw an announcement uh, about a week ago that he was doing a, sh- like, one-night-only show in Canberra. And I'm just like, oh, fuck, that'll be perfect. So I bought tickets for... Um, for me and Jamie for her birthday is like, you know, like here, here are the tickets awesome. and, then we'll, and then we'll go see the show. Uh, and then the other night we're sitting on the couch. I think we were watching age of Ultron and, um, and she's just flipping through on her phone. She saw the same ad I did and said, Oh my God, Adam Hills is coming to camera. I was like, Oh my God. So he is, isn't that crazy? And she starts going to buy the tickets. I was like, Oh fuck. I got to spoil the surprise now, aren't I? <laughs> Oh. So I just, she starts buying. I'm just like, don't do that. She's like, why not? I thought, Wouldn't you really want to go? I'm just like, yes, yes, I do really want to go. It's like, well, then I'll buy. And I'm just like, ah, happy birthday. Sorry <laughs> to give it to you early. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> yeah, it was so awkward, but I had no choice. That's awesome. Well, you'll have to tell me how that is. Because, yeah, I, oh, love, I, will. I love watching the last leg clips. I love when he's on, uh, on like... Eight out of ten cats does countdown or whatever. Yeah, they've got some yeah. of his like hour, like hour long stand up shows on YouTube. Like, I, just, I think I, I sent to, you one time. Yeah, I the I need to go back and watch some of those his uh, stand up stuff. Oh, he's um, fucking funny. I've been on a David Spade kick for I don't know why. The whole al- people. The algorithm kicked David Spade into my YouTube algorithm, but I've been going down a, a rabbit hole. Um, of David Spade clips. I've always been a fan of his, uh, I mean like Tommy boy is one of my favorites. Um, Joe dirt. Uh, I really liked black sheep, even though a lot of people didn't at the time. Um, I just remember, wasn't he, he was just shoot me. Yeah. Yeah. Just shoot me. Um, yeah, he was great. And just shoot me. The way you said that, I know you didn't mean it this way, but the way you said that was like how old people would sometimes, like sometimes you know, describes an actor as, the name of something they were in. It's like, oh, that's, uh, that's just shoot me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, oh, yeah, I remember, um, oh, fuck, what was his name? Uh, I remember Bogart. He was Casablanca. <laughs> he was Casablanca. Um, I had forgotten that his assistant tried to kill him. What? Wait, what? Yeah. Dude, I don't this... know this. Yeah, dude, I don't know this. this... This shit is crazy. David, uh, how do you vet your assistants? Uh, if I can take them okay. in, a, in a fight. Okay. Yeah. Because I hear you have a pretty crazy story about getting into a giant fight with, uh, with your assistant in your own home. You got tased awake by an assistant? Yeah. Very, very uh, rude awakening. Well, it was yeah. more wake. The quick story is I, I woke up at five thinking, like, it feels like someone's looking at you and it never really happens but I look over and someone's in the doorway looking at me like the shadow and I go holy shit you know jump up it's still dark out I'm like dreaming I'm like and he goes hey uh, didn't want me to wake up obviously he had his hand behind his back hey uh, oh the alarm went off I go oh, the alarm went off and I go oh shit he goes yeah they called me he starts walking at me and I go Oh, they call it. He's 6'2", 300 pounds. I sat up and I go, dude, I didn't even turn on the alarm. And he punched me. And I hit the bed and then he hit me with a stun gun. 
Then I rolled off the bed and I got up and there's already blood. I was like, and he's like this. And then we fought again. He threw me down. I got my shirt ripped off. I got out again, out front. We fought in the driveway. I hit him enough to where he dropped it and I got loose. I flew in, slammed the door and locked it right in time when he hit it. And then I slid under my bed and got my shotgun. And I had to turn. It was like so fast that, and I would have had to shoot him. That was the problem. Is like within seconds, this is my buddy for three years, and I was going to have to shoot him. And uh, so I called 911 and kept the gun on the door. And I said, I'll be in the alley. No, they go, wait there. Uh, and I go, fuck it, I'll be in the alley. I was scared to be in the house. So I went in the bathroom and closed the door. And then I thought I was going to pass out because I see myself in the mirror and there's blood. I go, oh, shit, the stun gun's wearing off. And so I, I said, I'm going to shoot you. I yelled out the door. I got, I got to shoot you in the leg, then I'm going to shoot you in the face. And I open the door because I go, I'll pass out. No one even knows I'm in here. So I open up. He's not there. I go along the house. There's like seven windows because it's a mansion, obviously. And, uh, and I, he could be in any window with a rock, with a gun, with a brick. So I got all the way to the back. I get outside, it's just getting light out, and I'm holding my shotgun, and there's a cop car with a gun on me. And he goes, like, put it down, and I put it down, laid it on the ground. He came up to me, and then he took the gun. And then he goes, they're around the front. They're searching the house. I go, oh, well, he's not in the drawers. Uh, <clears throat> no need to go in there. So then they couldn't find him. He got away, and then I had the whole day I had to sit there going, this guy tried to kill me. He wanted my shotgun to shoot me. So that was the whole thing. And then he made suicide calls on the way home and took 100 Tylenol PMs. Other than that, though, was he a good assistant? He was like, cool. Was he good, like... If you throw out his worst, worst day and his best day. Yeah. Did you, like, call him and fire him? I mean, that would be a funny phone call, just to be like, hey, man, uh, it's David. Just to make this, this official. Yeah. <laughs> we have your son something. You're down to two days a week, yeah. <laughs> Oh man! But anyways, that's that's what my YouTube that's, algor- that's what my YouTube algorithm's been giving me lately. What about you guys? Uh, mostly just the Cinema Sins videos. <laughs> I'm a sucker for that shit. You know, I don't know. I, I've been watching like I haven't really, actually really haven't been watching much on YouTube. I guess because we've been not doing the screen time thing, so I've been either back here playing games or reading. I finished mm. reading uh, Shadow and Bone. Yeah, and which was it was good. It's clearly the first in a trilogy. Like That's it has that, one of those kind of endings. Is that that one that Chelsea's so excited about? It's coming to like Netflix or something. Yeah, and the show looks good. Uh, I hadn't seen the trailer for it until after I'd read the book, but it does look pretty cool. Uh, and now I do want to read, you know, the rest of it because and, I feel like I got one third of a story. I haven't seen the trailer. All I know is that it's something. What is it about? Uh, man, it's a it's a fantasy story where it, it takes place in this universe where people, some people, are born with powers, basically like mm-hmm. mutants, but they're very specific. As you do. Uh, they're very specific types, like you know, some people like adamantine create... skin, claws. For yep, I got it. Yeah. You know, one of them can, like, create fire, or some of them can, like, create air, within reason. Like, they're, they're not necessarily, gotcha. like, able to do this, you know. Oh, they're like, uh, But there are, there's, like, one guy who is, 
crazy powerful and they call him the darkling and he can basically control the dark and has a lot of power. Nobody is as powerful as him. Uh, and he discovers, well, really the people with him discover the main character who, when is she's put into this, uh, life or death situation, uh, she has the, this ability. She turns out she's one of these people. They're called Grisha. I think is how you pronounce it. Uh, she has this ability to create light and they call that a sun summoner. And they've been waiting for that for years. Like that. that she's like a legendary thing that does, hasn't existed until now, really. Um, so the, the, it's, it's about her and you know, her learning how to accept these abilities, how to use them and her, you know, how she gets along into this new world because she was an orphan, but now she's dealing with like these, royalty types and also Grisha and the Darkling who is like over a hundred years old but everybody has like a crush on him because he looks like he's like Adam Driver <laughs> I don't know if he actually looks like Adam Driver but that's totally who I pictured but yeah no it's a, it's, it was a good book uh, I, again it does have one of those endings that is kind of disappointing It, but because like you get there and you're like okay this is clearly set up for the next part but you knowing that going in, I was kind of expecting it. So I was like, okay, I got to mm. read these other two books to see what happens, but it was good. I'm guessing the next two books are really good. And also the, there's also a couple of books that take place in the same universe that are also apparently fantastic, uh, which is also going to be in the show. So the, the first season of the show is about like that first book. Mm -hmm. And I guess also the characters from this book called six of crows, which everybody apparently really likes. I don't know mm. anything about it. But it all looks good. Uh, I'll definitely check it out. I assume when I'm watching stuff, it'll probably be something that I watch with Liz, because uh, I think it? she'll like it. What's it coming out? Is it Netflix? Yeah, I think it's like mm. April 25th or something, or like a late April. You saying the ending was bad uh, reminded me, um, or whatever, but it reminded me of when my friend called me and told me that he had finally watched Lord of the Rings, and I asked him what he thought and he was like yeah it was, it was all right he was like i don't like how it ended and i was like what do you mean he's like well they it just ended like they, they just walked away it was like i was like you oh, know yeah, they still fellowship i was like well no fell the other two hadn't been out yet cuz it was just in theater oh, this is when fellowship just, just in yeah. theaters i was like i was like you know there are two other movies right like this is just the first part he goes oh no i didn't know that i have to call my homeboy right now him and his friend went and saw that movie and had no clue it was a part one. They were just like, yo, yo that movie ended weird, dog. That's funny. Can you imagine somebody not knowing that now? Uh, I, I didn't hate the ending. I thought it was fine. But yeah, you know, I, I didn't mean I didn't mean to say you hated it, but, but when you, know you said that, you whatever that, it was, you know it triggered that feeling, that though, movie. where you're like, you put it's the time clearly into something, a setup, you get yeah. to the end of it, and you're like, eh. I want to know what happens, but also I don't have these books yet, and I got other books to read. So, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm like I want to know what happens, but I don't know if I want to know enough to buy the others. I do, and I'll get them at some point. But I'm like, I've got other things to do right now, guys. Like, I I, I don't know. All I all I can think of is, is to meme laughs in Halo Two. This is Spartan 117. Anyone hear me? Over. Isolate that signal. Master Chief, 
You mind telling me what you're doing on that ship? Sir, finishing this fight. Uh, so that well, was really uh, annoying because it wasn't <laughs> like you know it's like because this is a young adult book series and I imagine I think at the time they came out like year one one year later which I think is perfectly acceptable like you had something like a year later it's like a TV show where you're like yeah okay cool that had like a cliffhanger I'm excited to see what happens let's go Halo Two is like you know you're not getting the next one for some, some years <laughs> three years at minimum. Which I think is what it turned out to be, and it felt three like years it. and a, and a whole new console later. Yeah, and I, I don't know. That's a hard thing to get away with in a game, because you know what, Final Fantasy remake. Yeah, I brought it up again. Sort of ends the same way because it's not the whole game. It's like just the part in Midgar. But I every, don't have every a time that you say that, I think Midgard. And I'm just like, is I, Thor in this movie? Uh. That's but not even I, a movie. I, I like the ending of that a lot, despite the fact that Sifiroth's in it, Data. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, no, I thought the ending is great. It's confusing as hell. There are parts of it. You know, like how sometimes in like Japanese games or like in animes, they'll have some weird shit happen, and you're like, I don't know what just happened, but that was really cool, so I'm with you. It has one of those kind of endings where like you follow it for the most part, and then things just get real weird. But mm. I liked it. Well, I'll have to watch the show. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch watch that. Uh, I know I'm going to be watching uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, I know. I can't wait for tomorrow morning. Oh, yeah. It's oh, so yeah. hot. That's actually, I'm happy that we're doing this today, actually, because I'm like, oh, good. So I, I have time to like, watch <laughs> it. I don't have to rush it tomorrow. On your get out, gel freak god. No, it's uh, it's his his co-host is a tyrant who demands he watches it <laughs> so we can talk about it that day when it. Which that, I know, but I want to. I like doing that. And then, then you guys can fight over. Oh, you make me watch stuff, but you never watch the stuff I want to. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite things about watching Wandavision was uh, talking about it on the show. I really, I, I love doing that. Um, yeah. I was like, oh, I can't but wait to talk about this tonight. Um, my friends and I have already like um, just because the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is such a wordy title. We're just doing ba- we've basically turned into one division title. We just call it Falcon Bucky, or one word. Falcon Bucky. Falcon Bucky. Um. It's <laughs> when you know that that joke didn't work. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I wish I could remember who uh, it was that said that because that is like the greatest. <laughs> um, uh, let me ask you guys a D and D question. Do you play? Have you played D and D deck? I have. Um, I've got a group. We've just kind of haven't been playing. Um, in the last couple of months, um, I've played a bit. I'm not a massive diehard or anything. I would like mm. to play more, but as I play, I'm just like, do I just not have the imagination for this? Because I never seem to be able to do the fun, cool shit. Like regardless of how much I try. I suffer from impatience, I've found. I feel Um, like I could do with a bit more of it, because that might make things more interesting. I feel like I'm just kind of a boring one in the party every time. uh, Well, yeah. uh, Whenever you have free time, I can see if you want to join Cloud and I on Tuesdays. I don't know. That probably wouldn't work for what you are at the time we do it, though. Uh, That might be like Wednesday at work, which I would love to do. 
again. Want to get Quit out of work. Many, uh, that many, well, here's I'm, my problem. I'm on it. How many games have you guys played, by the way? Um, uh, four. What? No, no. I mean, like the game he's playing with Claude. How many nights have you guys gotten together? I guess is what I mean. Uh, I don't know because we've obviously we missed we we've missed a handful here and there for various reasons. Um, I'm a level six, not yet a seven. Uh, I don't know, maybe a dozen probably now, I'd say. Oh, yeah. Neat. Um, well, I actually don't know what it is that you guys, what's the story? I know the story's name, but I can't to this. Mm, oh, hold on. Let me pull it up. Code is basically Hulk, and he, uh, like they travel around the world. People insult his friends, and he kills them. No, more like Amos, it turns out. I'm not going to lie to you. Either way this plays out, you're dead. Who? Uh, from The Expanse. Uh, Thundering oh. Storm is the one we're doing. Um, we There is... Uh, Alright, so this is part of the problem. There's some sort of giant situation going on. Um, we don't necessarily know they're attacking uh, uh, randomly. Uh, and so we don't I mean, necessarily... It sounds like you do. Yeah, well, I mean, there, there's something happening. We don't necessarily know what's happening. It's called the ordning or something. And, I, and we're trying to get more information, and this was a problem because uh, Tuesday we ran into a fire giant. and uh, Oh, oh, you mean giant gi- I thought you meant when you said there's a giant problem, I'm like, okay, you got to solve a giant problem. I get it. But no. you mean like giants, the people. Yeah, the, ra- the race of giants. <laughs> Are currently <laughs> having a problem. Uh, we got a giant, giant problem. They, they're t- dropping. Twice. <laughs> There's double giants. Uh, they're double gi- the giants, double the danger. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're dropping rocks left and right, and uh, we're trying are you to find. Kong? No, I don't think so. Um, although. Uh, I did talk my way out of dying to a dragon. Um, oh, that's cool. And and there was, was you a, give him a back rub. No, uh, uh, no, I spoke in draconic to her, and I rolled uh, a high persuasion check. Um, and then last I was week, just looking for the bathroom. Last week, uh, we ran into a sad, a giant, and she asked. If we we offered to help her, and then we realized we're wildly underpowered to be able to help her, and uh, she she was just she was just about to fucking murder us when I said I said you know like you know there are other giants in the sea maybe you could get a new husband and she, and I wrote another high uh, persuasion check and she was like. Me no understand what you mean. Said me just want my husband back and and didn't attack us. <laughs> oh man, which is a which is great because like I built my character to have high charisma because I wanted to be like you know what I mean. Like I'm a charming guy, so like I want to like be able to persuade people. But like I don't always use the persuasion check right because sometimes I I pull my sword out to try to persuade and use my persuasion check and that doesn't go well. And honestly, I 
I have failed a bunch of my persuasion checks. And so making that one last week was really great. But no, so anyways, we don't know what's going on with these giants and we need to find out more. And we, we run into a fire giant and my group is trying to figure out how best to handle the situation. And I just, I couldn't take it anymore. I got off my horse, I picked the rock up and I threw it at the fire giant. <laughs> and it, it hit the giant in the head and then we had to fight the fire giant. And then... no sense for like the world you're in, but when you said threw the rock, I was like, you threw a basketball at the giant? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you beat him. Uh, challenge, when you play a game, you challenge him to a basketball game, you will win. That's, yeah. Is that, spa- that's how, you is that how Space Jam works? It is. Space Jam Dungeons and Dragons style. Um. Uh, so anyways, we're in the fight and um, we get the, 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 we get, we get the, the, the giant to one knee and it's my turn to attack and Data goes, remember, we need to question him. And I was like, I was like, I was like, oh, sure. You say it when it's my turn to kill the guy. And I was like, I was like, so what do I do? Like, how do I do a non-lethal attack? And like the way Cloud was trying to get me to uh, say whether or not I wanted to do a a non-lethal attack. Like one, I have three attacks. Technically I could do because I have my one attack, my second attack, and then I have a bonus action surge attack. So technically I would have three chances to attack this dude. So no matter how little of damage I did on the first attack, I I would have had two more opportunities to kind of mitigate that. Um, but I was unsure if I didn't hit him with enough force on a non-lethal hit, like what the ramifications were. And the way Cloud was uh, trying to get me to answer how I attacked him just got to the point where I was like, I used the sharpened. <laughs> and so anyways, I killed the fire giant and we have no information about what's going on. So we don't know what's going on with the fire giants. All we know is that we're the ones who have to stop them. And if we don't, it'll be bad. It'll be all bad. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. So anyways, uh, yeah, it's been <laughs> at, at, uh, at one point, Cloud told me um, if I continue to act this way, I'll have to change my alignment. Oh, I remember you mentioned that, yeah. yeah. Uh, so basically what happened was that I uh, I was willing hey, to kill hold on a two... Second. I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was willing to kill two guards to kill the person uh, I was upset with. And I was okay with that. I was like, I acknowledged that their deaths while wrong uh, needed to occur for me to kill the person I wanted to kill. And that person ultimately was an evil person. Yep. At that moment, he was just an asshole and we had no idea he was of his evilness. I, for my, my belief is that, is irregardless of the fact and that if I would have killed him, ultimately I would have been doing good because I was ending an evil person. Despite the fact I didn't know he was evil in that moment, but my gut feeling was that he needed to be ended. 
And I would have felt bad about killing the guards, but I would have done it to do that. But Cloud was like, no, if if you, if you were to have done that, you, I would have had to go from, I think I'm chaotic neutral to chaotic evil. Oh, Jesus. I know I'm chaotic. I think I'm chaotic good. And he, it would have moved me to chaotic neutral because I am good, but I'm also chaotic. Yeah. And I, I would have killed those two guards to kill that fucking nobleman. And I still would have felt, I would argue to this day, I was right to kill him. The nobleman. Despite the fact that I didn't know he was an evil person. I suspected. (laughs) But yeah, no, I've, I've definitely had a lot of, a lot of fun. I don't, I don't do, it's me, Dak. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't have a character. I'm playing myself. My character's name's Poet. Like, uh, my friend Matt who plays, he's he plays as Bjorn. He's got a whole accent. And I'm constantly uh, ribbing him. Like, so, like, last, like, literally last week, he, and I, I don't, I, I want to think he doesn't do this, that he's doing this on purpose. And that it's the charm of his character, but I just know that it's Matt and it's not doing this on purpose. It's just Matt being Matt. But like, all right, so I have the problem of talking to people and it not going well and the threat of <laughs> despite, align- despite persuasion. Yeah, alignment changing. And and Matt's character has the habit of saying the wrong thing to uh to people and uh and it going wrong, even though like I'm definitely aggressive and he's not like his is always accidental. Right. Uh, but so this, so we've decided that data talks for our group for the most part now, because he's a charming <laughs> fellow and he, and he gets away with a lot of stuff that we, that, that me and Matt are not getting away with. But literally on Tuesday, it was like, he goes, uh, he goes, Gray, how about uh, how about you talk for us this time? Me and Poets, we seem to have uh, we seem to have problems. And then five <laughs> minutes later, hello, my good sir, my name is Bjorn. These are my fellow travelers. And it's just like, what are you? T-? I, I just turned to Data and I go, didn't he say he wanted you to talk? And he goes, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, we had one. We had one guy who had never played before, and he was playing as like a. I think he was chaotic neutral. Um, like he was playing as a rogue, and we were in this city where magic was frowned upon. Uh, and so he decides he wants to go sit at the gambling table. I'm like, all right, yeah, no worries. Like, like he he, he wants to gamble. He can lose his money. That's that that's up to him. Um, he lost the first hand of cards, and so his response to that was to dive onto the table on top of all the money and kick in his teleporting boots and leave the rest <laughs> of us in the bar. And we we're just going, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> oh he's, man! He's just like, look, he's just like, look. I don't know how this game works. I wanted the money, so I took the money. And we're like, what the fuck? Oh, oh no. man! That so the rest of us had to talk our way out of it. That is fantastic. I imagine that if I was in that bar in that moment and saw that, I'd have turned to you and just been like, I like this guy. <laughs> oh, he definitely made things interesting in the oh, game again. Because I feel like I feel like when I play, I try and play to like. You know, what's our goal? Like, I'm going to go for the goal. And it's like, no, no, we should, like, do the dumb shit to make things interesting. And I could never get that to work. 
Like, but it was good because I mean, like I, he. I think. Sorry, I'm gonna interrupt your. Uh, I, I was just rambling. Go for it. Guess who's back? I was say, I, I, yeah. Well, I don't want to interrupt you guys until I had something to say. Um, I think the best Dungeons and Dragons games that I've ever played are when people play to the character that they're playing as. You know, like the, yeah. some of them, for the most part, I think that is like what is the mission? Like that's what we're doing. But then there are other situations where like characters are going to act a certain way that may not benefit the goal that you have. See, I, um, I think I was better at that when I was a newbie because uh, the first campaign I ever played was a Star Wars campaign. And like our very first session, I, ha- I had a grappling hook gun and we were basically in a speeder chase. And so my response was to shoot the speeder we were chasing with my grappling gun and tie it to our speeder, which did not go so well for us. <laughs> um, or I else... mean, that makes sense. Yeah. And also, like, that was, ju- that was like, just after Inglorious Bases came out, so I said, all right, like, a thing of my guy is, uh, he scalps every enemy he kills, uh, which turned out to be, we were playing that campaign for a year and a half. I had a lot of scalps. I made a three-piece suit out of them. <laughs> well, it's like, it's like, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know if I'm playing a character or myself or what's actually happening, but, like, in Billy's campaign, in Billy's campaign, we hit one town that had an inn, and the the proprietor of the inn didn't have a tongue, so the very next town we went into, the inn had a proprietor that didn't talk to us. So oh, this is your friend was like that that New Zealand dragonborn. Yeah, you guys recorded that episode. Yeah, but this was the I don't know if this was in the episode we recorded or not, but uh, we get to remember. we get to the inn and the proprietor's not talking to us. And I can't remember if somebody asked if he had a tongue, and I saw. I was like, I don't know. Let me check. And I just grabbed the person's face and squeezed <laughs> their cheeks to open their mouth to see if they had a tongue. You made him an idiot sandwich to see if he had a tongue. Oh man, they it turned out did have a tongue, and they were not happy. <laughs> I feel like he would have been happy regardless of whether or not he had a tongue. Oh man. I'm yeah, that <laughs> I'm poet. <laughs> uh, you gonna say your name, Dak? Oh, is that actually what's happening? I thought it was just like the billion times you said I'm poet and started singing the outro. Are we actually outroing it now? Yeah, I think so. We're at almost two <laughs> hours. Okay, that's a bit two hours. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. I'm Dak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good night. This is the outro, this is the outro, this is the outro for the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza!